This is BYU Baseball. Now back to the ballpark and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Top seven we go, and the Cougars lead off the top of the seventh with the catcher Chase Taylor. Chase's flight out to left in his first two at-bats. The first fly out to left was at the wall and near the stripe, nearly his first home run on his first hit as a Cougar. As he swings and misses, two quick strikes delivered to Chase Taylor. And Vreeling, who had a tough time finding the zone, is now ahead of a hitter, 0-2. Chase Taylor again seeking that first BYU hit, and that's a swinging strikeout. Dropped third strike, throw to first. We'll get Taylor there. So, one out quickly here in the top of the seventh inning. Gonzaga 7 and BYU 1. The Zags are currently working on a 21-3 scoreline in this series. And the last series here back in 17, you know, it was 10-2, 10-4, 6-2, I think, in the three games. And so just trying to find a way to get one one way or another as the Zags have kind of gotten loose on BYU. The Cougs' last two trips to this. I'm telling you, I just, every time I'm here, it's just a bad memories, <laughs> bad memories. Brian Call, who pinch hit for Bittner Workman in the fifth, hits now in the seventh. Left handed hitting call, and that's two quick 0 oh, and 2 counts and, and that Greg, Greeling this is, starts with. This has become a rivalry, especially since Coach Littlewood has been here. You know, between us and the Zags, we, we made the conference tournament more times than anyone else in our league in the past nine years. And so it's always a battle. Another swinging third strike and another dropped third strike and another fire to first base to get the hitter. So back-to-back Ks here for Tristan Vreeling, who had a real tough time with the strike zone in his last inning of work. So back-to-back Ks, top of the order now with Mitch McIntyre hitting as the third batter here in the top of the seventh. Coach Littlewood against the Zags is now 13-16. and 16. He's Trying to get back to that 500 mark in time. This is WCC game number 201 for Coach Littlewood in his ninth season. Coach Mark Maktoff with Gonzaga in his 18th with the Bulldogs. Mitch McIntyre, lefty hitter versus righty thrower Vreeling, and that'll be ball one. So the first ball for Vreeling here in the top of the seventh. Well, Vreeling's got the, the breaking ball going. That's where he's gotten his swing and misses this inning. He struggled with his command last inning, but it completely changed this inning. Strike one on pitch two to Mitch McIntyre. Mitch flied out to left in the first, walked and was stranded in the third. And Singleton was stranded in the fifth. So Mitch one for two. As he fouls that out of play, two strikes, one ball, two strikes, two out to McIntyre. 281 on the season. Mitch hit his first homer of the year in the Dixie State game, right? This week? Yeah, that's the one stat this year that surprised me with Mitch because every year he's had at least, you know, four or five home runs that he's played for us. But uh, this year it hasn't been the power numbers. He swung through that one, clipped it, got a piece of it, stays one and two with two out here in the top of the seventh inning. Gonzaga seven, BYU one. Mitch McIntyre is two for nine in the series. Waggles the bat over his left shoulder. Awaits the right-handed delivery, and it's a backwards K. Caught looking as Mitch McIntyre, and the Zags just struck out the side. Swinging, swinging, and looking. Three up, three down. We go bottom seven. No runs, no hits, no errors, no one left on. Zags seven, BYU one on the new skin. BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball. Now back to the ballpark and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. 
bottom seven and chin music from McCabe Johnson to the leadoff hitter for the Zags here in the seventh. Mason Marenko. Gonzaga seven, BYU one. Our score. Zags seven runs on eight hits. BYU one run on four hits. The Cougars have the only errors committed in this game. They have two of them. McCade ball two. Two balls, no strikes to Mason Marenko. I mentioned earlier that Gonzaga women's soccer head coach Chris Watkins, longtime BYU assistant coach with Jen Rockwood and his own men's soccer program as the head man in Provo, was in our booth tonight and popped the headset on Chris as he provides us some guest commentary here in the bottom of the seventh as McKay Johnson puts it in the dirt for a 3-0 count to Mason Marenko. And I'll congratulate you again, Chris, on a co-coach of the year honor in the West Coast Conference. Well done by the Zags. Highest ever league finish. Uh, what a season for you in your fourth season. Congrats again. Uh, thanks, Craig. It's, uh, <clears throat> it's, a, it's a great project we have going here. We're building and getting better for sure. But uh, third place, I'm not sure there's anything hey. too much to get to celebrate about. But we're, we're definitely progressing and getting better. So the take by Marenko as McKay Johnson throws strike one. So a three and one count to Marenko here in the bottom of the seventh. Leadoff hitter for the Zags. Chopper charging is Peyton Cole. Fires and low, but easily handled by Cooper Best. One gone here in the bottom of the seventh. So one out for the Zags, who lead it by six. And uh, you've been with Gonzaga now for four complete seasons. And you've been around this program long enough to know just how seriously they take their sports. And, and the baseball program leading the WCC this year. Basketball goes without saying what they've been able to do. Standards are pretty high here. Yeah, it's uh, it's really, a, you know, if it was an investment, you'd want to invest in Gonzaga right now. Things, things are going well academically um, in the athletic department progressing. Obviously, BYU's done a great job, and I think won the you know direct athletic directors' cup over the last forever. I think, um, and I don't know if that's going to change too soon. But Gonzaga is certainly making great progress in a lot of sports, including golf today. They won women's golf. They did, and they came back to actually beat BYU. Cougs had a lead through two rounds in that tournament. Yeah. So things are going well in the department. Uh, our athletic director is a sh- really sharp guy and runs a great program, and, and uh, I think the future's bright, that's for sure. One ball, one strike with one out to the number seven hitter, second hitter in this inning, Jack Maktoff. Hit by a pitch and scored in the second, singled and scored in the third, flied out to right in the fifth. Hits now in the seventh with his team up, seven to one. Fouled back out of play here at Patterson Baseball Complex. Chris Watkins, the women's soccer head coach here at Gonzaga, joining us for a few minutes. Tuckett Slade's not going anywhere. He'll finish the game out with me, but he's ceding the headset to Chris for a moment or two as we catch up with our good friend Coach Watkins, who was at BYU for so many years, a real mainstay with the program, and is now making his own way as it's a swinging strikeout for Jack Maktoff. So Maktoff is down on strikes on the whiff. The frontwards K for BYU and McCade Johnson. And the women's soccer program at BYU continues to do as it has done, with high standards being the order of the day back in Provo. And Jen and the crew back in the NCAA tournament is an at-large this time, and we'll be off to Carolina, take on either Virginia or SIU Edwardsville next Saturday. Yeah, Uh, I I think a nice draw. Virginia obviously could be very tough. Most years is tough and have talent. But uh, BYU has a good draw and has real potential to go a long ways in this tournament um, if they can get past Virginia, really. Um, and certainly they'd be favored. But 
Greg, I thought I was here for my baseball knowledge. I, <laughs> okay. We should, I, probably, we, should probably, we should probably let you show off I, a little bit. So uh. Yeah, um, that's about it, though. <laughs> <laughs> soccer people don't know a whole lot about baseball, but any Kansas City Royals trivia from the mid-'80s, <laughs> that's where I specialize. Yeah, I got to bring up Dan Quisenberry on the broadcast Ooh, there the you other go. day, so uh, that would have been in your nice. wheelhouse. Is there someone in the league who throws like Dan, Dan Quisenberry? Well, yeah, that was the reason we talked about it. There was a submariner from uh, Dixie State. Zach Thomas, I think, was the submarine kid. So yeah. He's a sidearm guy, and so I brought up Dan Quisenberry. And how is is it effective still? I mean, when Dan Quisenberry was pitching, it was money and pretty good. Yeah, I uh, I can't tell you how many times in my backyard I try to pitch like Dan Quisenberry, <laughs> and it, it'll mess with your hand, your shoulder, your your shoulder, and your elbow really yeah. bad. Yeah. The mechanics really go south with that in a hurry. Uh, by the way, two strikes delivered to the pinch hitter, Tyler Stone. Stone replacing Gabriel Hughes, left-handed hitting Stone out of Scottsdale, Arizona. 0-2 the count. Two out here, bottom seven. Zags up 7-1. to McKay Johnson on the hill. The kick and fire, and that's a swinging strikeout. The siders retired. Three up, three down for Gonzaga. Chris, thanks for hopping on for a second. Thanks for having me. Great to see you again out Yeah, here. I mean, we only saw you a few weeks ago back in Provo with your team as you played BYU women's soccer there back on your old stomping ground. And here we are returning the favor in your new hometown. Always good to see you, and it's been nice to keep our relationship going uh, over the years. Congrats again on the Co-Coach of the Year honors, and, um, and we look forward to the next time we get together. Thanks, Greg. All right, Appreciate thank you, Chris. All right, that's Chris Watkins, and we're through seven innings. We go to the top of the eighth with Gonzaga leading BYU 7-1 to on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Top of the eighth here in Spokane. BYU trailing Gonzaga by a score of 7-1. to one. Leading off the eighth for BYU, the number two hitter, the left-handed hitting Peyton Cole. And Cole has quickly two strikes against him. From Tristan Vreeling, Vreeling the second pitcher for Gonzaga. And that's a single up the middle for Peyton Cole. So Cole has the second hit of the night and a leadoff runner for BYU here in the eighth inning. Greg Rubel with Tuckett Slade. Yes, Tuckett is back I'm on the back, headset. Back. Tuckett was actually pretty impressed that with uh, with Chris Watkins on the headset, it was a quickly one, two, three inning. I tried to stay away. You wouldn't let me. <laughs> no, I needed you back. No. Oh, man. Chris is just, you know, you can tell the vibe you get from him. He's just such a, a solid guy. dude. And I had a chance to speak with his son back there, and he sounds like a great kid. Yeah, son Tanner was with us in the booth there. So one gone, I beg your pardon, one on, no one out here in the top of the eighth as Cole Gamble steps in. Cole Gamble, strikeout, walk, and walk in his three plate appearances. He's been stranded both times, and stranded is the the unfortunate verb we've had to use a few times tonight and over the last two nights. One ball, no strikes to Cole Gamble. Peyton Cole on first. He's singled and brought home the Cougs' lone run back in the third inning. Brought home Brock Watkins in the third. Singleton was stranded at the sec- and second base. Bases were loaded to end the third. Bases were loaded to end the sixth as well for BYU. 7-1, to one, Kooks trail. One ball, one strike, two, Cole Gamble. Cole takes his lead at first. And fouled out of play for one ball and two strikes. And you hate to bring it up and you hate to mention it, but it's just one of those things you have to kind of look at and shake your head about. A 3-for-39 performance on the year with bases loaded. It just yeah. so bizarre that it would be like that. Yeah, it, that, that, that's the stat right there. The runners in scoring position and that stat right there is just the one that, uh, is, that hurts. It defies 
you know, rational thought. You know, it's just these are all good ball players. You know, and and, and, that, that's, and that's the hardest part about this year, Greg, is that these are great kids. First off, right, come from great families. These kids are awesome. They they do everything you're asked to be done off the field. They've done an amazing job of staying COVID-free this year for us and worked so hard to play. And I just feel so bad that they've struggled in those important spots because it's really just, you know, kind of that's the, defined our season. Cole gives it a ride to center field. Center fielder going back and back. Morrison to the track. Off the wall. Rounding third. Coming around to score as Gamble pushes hard for third. The Cougs have their second run of the night. Peyton Cole scores on the triple, the stand-up triple for Cole Gamble to center field. Great swing right there on time to a fastball, and he's had a really good weekend. That's uh, his third RBI now of the weekend. Cole Gamble with his first triple of the season, his 18th RBI of the season. He's had RBIs in all three nights. He's been the one guy to drive a run in every night. And Cole Gamble stands at third after an RBI triple here in the eighth. Coming around to score is Peyton Cole. And the Cougs are down 7-2 with no one out. And Josh Cowden coming to the plate. And that ball gets away. Cole didn't come home. It was too hard off the backstop. Now he comes. A bobble from the catcher. Oh, a bobble twice. And Cole was coming and then goes back and stays back at third. Tyler Randall couldn't squeeze it cleanly and may have hurt himself back near the backstop yeah, trying to get that but with no outs right with no outs you can't be you can't yeah. get thrown out at the dish there and Cole wasn't 100% confident and he didn't know if it was going to it was it was thrown so high above his head and ricocheted off the pad you think it's going to bounce back quickly and it actually didn't it deadened a little bit but you just you can't get thrown out there so it's actually a really smart play by Cole to not not come on that not come so zero out one ball no strikes Cowden in the batter's box. The left-handed hitting count on the righty thrower, Tristan Vreeling. And that's a chopper hard hit to second. The runner will score as the 4-3 ground out makes it one out here in the top of the eighth inning. But for the first time, the Cougars put up a crooked number in the run column in this series. After losing 12-1 and 2-1, it's now 7-2. I beg your pardon, 7-3 yep. with Cole having scored and now Gamble scoring from third on the ground out. So the Cougs down now the four runs, 7-3. And the bases are empty with one out here in the top of the eighth. Well, it's nice to see the guys just keep fighting, continue to fight. Don't quit. And uh, put up a quick two spot here with only the one out. So an RBI ground out from Cowden. Brings to the plate Cooper Vest. Just get a couple more guys on base here and things start to get really interesting. Cole led off the inning with a single. Scored on the triple from Gamble, who then scores on the ground out by Cowden. It's manufactured two runs just like that. Not only, not only is it a crooked inning game for the first time, a crooked, a crooked run, a crooked number inning for the first time. We yeah. just have two runs here in the eighth. That's a really good inning. BYU's had two pitching changes tonight. They're brought to you by PZ Printing. Nothing inspires like print. Mabius Smith and McCade Johnson for BYU. Spellacy and Vreeling for Gonzaga. And on the 0-2 count, the swinging strike. Cooper Vest is out on strikes. So Cooper strikes out for the second time tonight. He's one for four on the night. So after the Cougs plate two, the strikeout leaves us two out here in the top of the eighth. Seven to three, BYU down four. BYU's three runs on six hits. Gonzaga's seven runs on eight hits. The Cougars have two errors, and both of them came in the second inning. 
when Gonzaga put up three. That was the inning that got away. If you want to call three innings getting well, away, it was just, just just go ahead and look at the earned runs, right? On the day, they, both teams have had three earned runs. It should be a tie ball game. It should game. be a tie <laughs> ball game if you just play catch. The, oh, walks, one. the walks in the airs have, have been the difference. Hayden Latham waggles that fluorescent yellow bat barrel over his right shoulder, and foul one is the call. One and one with two out here in the top of the eighth. Cougars down to their last four at-bats in a game they trail by four runs. But signs of life here in the eighth inning. A couple of Coles getting it done. Peyton Cole and Cole Gamble scoring runs. And a swing on strike two, one and two with two out. Well, it's that, that breaking ball right there that, that he's really got the Cougs offense uh, fooling. He's got them absolutely fooled on that pitch. See what Reeling goes to with the bases empty and a 1-2 count. Tried to get him to chase outside. Nothing doing. Two balls, two strikes, two out. Top eight. Cougs have plated two here in the eighth to make it a 7-3 ball game. Hayden Latham tonight lined out to first in the second. Flied out to right in the fourth and was walked and stranded in the sixth when the Cougars left the bases loaded in that inning. BYU tonight is stranded six in a game they trail by four. Vreeling kicks and fires. Slow chopper, slow enough that Vreeling will have to handle quickly, bare hand and fire, but won't get him. Yeah. So that was nubbed just enough to allow Latham right to get up, the, get up the line and be safe at first with two outs here in the top of the eighth. So that little nubber between home plate and third and charging barehanded was Vreeling. He quickly fired to first, but not in time to get Hayden Latham. So an infield single for Hayden. Yeah, we take any way you can get on right here. Hooks have three hits in the inning. Yeah. And they have only one less hit than Gonzaga tonight. You know, yet it's one of those games where it you're is. just finding yourself digging out of a hole. Brock Watkins, who scored the first run of the night for BYU. Back in the third. Hits with the runner on first. Just battle here. Battle right here, Brock. Watkins hitting 2-11 with runners on this year. The runners on first, not yet in scoring position. That's Hayden Latham with the infield single a moment ago on the number that he beat down the line. Three runs, seven hits, two errors. Seven runs, eight hits, no errors for Gonzaga. Gonzaga's been error-free in two of the three games played this weekend. Well, they're one of the top defensive teams in the country, right? Yep, ninth in the country coming yeah. in two tonight, Tuck. Tristan Vreeling. Off speed and ball one. One and one with two out. The top of the eighth inning. Final game of a three-game set. The Cougs coming into this weekend had not yet been swept in a league series. Swept LMU and got one each from USF, Portland, and Santa Clara. Cougs looking to avoid getting swept in back-to-back weekends. It was a non-league series in Omaha last week, but a couple of one-run games and then one that ended up a three-run decision on the Saturday so so that Omaha took three from BYU last weekend. The Cougs looking to avoid a similar fate here. Two and one the count with two out in the top of the eighth. Brock Watkins in the batter's box. And Hayden Latham taking the leadoff first. Fouled back to the screen. Two and two. An even count with two out. It's been a, you know, again, Cougars aren't getting swept in league, and Gonzaga would be the first team to do that. Now, hey, the Zags are leading the WCC yeah, for a lot I mean, of good reasons. It's an excellent team. They're the best team in the league, and the recipe for success is 
good pitching, solid defense, and clutch hitting. And then that's why they've won so many games. They've got all of it. 13-4 and four in league coming in two tonight. And that's hit sharply on the ground to second. It's hoovered up by Marenko. The fire to Orzel, and the Zags are out of the inning. BYU scores two. Cougs in the inning. Two runs on three hits. There were no errors. There was a runner left on. We go to the bottom of the eighth. Gonzaga seven, BYU three on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to Cougar Baseball. Alongside Tuckett Slade, here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. All right, so we go bottom of the eighth inning. Pitching change for BYU brought to you by PZ Printing. Nothing inspires like Prince. And jersey number 31 belongs to Reed McLaughlin. The right-hander will step in. As we go to the bottom of the eighth in a game, BYU trails by four. Got two back. Turned a 7-1 game into a 7-3 contest. Zags have work to do yet, and they'll bring up Grayson Sterling. The number nine hitter is the right fielder. Reaching on an error and scoring in the second, singling was part of a double play ground out in the third and then doubled and scored in the fifth. So Sterling is two for two officially tonight. He's had a good weekend. Six for eight in the three games for Sterling out of the nine spot. First pitch he sees, he fouls out of play near the ticket booth down the third baseline. The loud swing he had Thursday, Greg, the, the home run over Solo the shot. scoreboard. Yeah, that was the no-doubter. <laughs> Wind is blowing in from that direction, in from right field. A near full moon peeking through the clouds that blow across the sky after a blustery, chilly, and wet day here in Spokane. But wouldn't you know it, the weather broke for a three-hour, four-hour window tonight when we needed it to. Yeah, I'm the guy on the staff that's always like, oh, the weather's going to be horrible, we're not going to play. <laughs> and uh, I'm proved wrong yet again. One and one the count. Working on the first base side of the rubber is McLaughlin. The wind-up and fire for ball two to Sterling. Two balls, one strike. Reed McLaughlin, the fourth pitcher for BYU. Yeah, Reed hasn't a chance, hadn't had a chance to pitch yet in this series because of the, the way the games went. That's chopped foul down the third baseline. Two balls, two strikes, no one out. Read the second busiest of the BYU pitchers. Bryce Robison leads BYU in appearances with 18, but Reed's now second with 17, this being his 17th. He has one start on the year. BYU actually got a win in that start. His ERA, very tidy, 1.12, a 2-1 and one win-loss record. Just know what you're going to get with him. Just fastball down in the zone, and he pounds the strike zone. 23 strikes in 24 innings. As that's fouled back to the screen, count stays 2-2. Two and two. And Reed is just, he's an awesome kid. Arizona, great family, hard-nosed mentality. Love the kid. He works so hard. He's, he's really the leader of this pitching staff. Him and Easton are the leaders of this staff. And you look at their numbers, and, I mean, who wouldn't want to follow those guys, right? A reach-out foul back by Sterling. Stays alive in the count. Stays three, uh, two and 2-2. Two. We're in the bottom of the eighth inning. Gonzaga seven and BYU three. They chipped away a couple there. Made, if we can put up a zero here, you give yourself a chance here in the ninth inning. Just got to get runners on. And the final shot the Cougars may have here, top nine, forthcoming. That's hit in the air. Go get it, Pate. 
being chased by Peyton Cole. Oh, swung at it. Swung at it, and he actually got it in his glove. Yeah, and he touched it. I was, I was not sure he was even going to get to it, but he chased it down in foul territory down the third baseline and took a swing at it almost. Yeah, I don't know. If he had a fishing net, he would have been in good shape there with that technique, but yeah, it he, ends up dropping into foul territory. Yeah, he Stays just, two uh, and two. Running too fast there and couldn't control his glove. If he, if he just puts his glove out, he catches it, but instead he, he swings it violently and actually knocks the glove out the ball out of the glove. Left-handed hitting Sterling, righty thrower McLaughlin 2-2 count, no one out, bottom eight, Kooks down four, hit in the air to left, Hayden Latham sees it off the bat, steps in a couple and catches it in the air, fly out for Sterling. So one gone here in the bottom of the eighth for Gonzaga. BYU will be home. Get quick turnaround for an 11 a.m. game. So, you know, about 36 hours away from your next game, Arizona State. Have you looked at the forecast, Greg, for I Monday? I have not. Because it does not look good. Looks like we got a storm brewing in Sunday night. So Tonight didn't look good at all. Caught a break in this one. We'll see if we get lucky Monday as the Sun Devils will play a long weekend in Utah. They're playing the Utes three games Friday, Saturday, Sunday, right? And they'll stick around, play you Monday morning, and get out of town that out evening. Out of town, yeah. We had to move the game up to 11 o'clock because they're – their flight that was going out 8 o'clock that night I ended up getting canceled, and they had to, to get on an earlier flight, so that's why the game's at 11. Top of the order, Ernie Yake takes strike one and strike two. 0-2 oh to Yake from Reed McLaughlin, one out here in the bottom of the eighth. Zags up 7-3. to three. We talked earlier, talking about the Gonzaga RPI 29, I think, right now. Arizona State not too, 30, not too far by 31st right yeah. now in RPI. Yeah, they're... They're a good, talented team who lost a ton of players to the draft last year, top rounders, and a bunch of arm injuries this year. And did he hold back on the 0-2? He did. Appeal at third says no. So one ball, two strikes. And the teams BYU's played this year out of league. Forget about, you know, Gonzaga's a great in-league team, but you, you play at Texas, you play at Oregon State, you get an Arizona State team coming in on a Monday. Cooks have really been challenged this year. As it goes from 0-2 to 2-2 with one out here in the bottom of the eighth. Reed McLaughlin on the hill and Ernie Yake in the box. Well, and we also were supposed to play Arizona midweek. Then that game got, got, got canceled earlier in the season. And so would have been another tough team to play. Good pitch, Reed. It's a backwards K on the good pitch, Reed. And that's a punch out. So Yake is retired. There's one thing I've seen this weekend that you don't see very often, and that's Ernie Yake has two strikeouts. <laughs> and so coming into the weekend, he had, I think, just around 10. But uh, he is, that's his second strikeout of the weekend, which you don't see very often. Yeah. He's a guy that in this series and this night reached base safely for a 20th consecutive game. He is a handful. Guthrie Morrison, the center fielder. Is the third hitter here in the bottom of the eighth. Two out for the Bulldogs, and strike one delivered from Reed McLaughlin. How good is Grand Canyon in the WAC? They were also scheduled to play yep, this year. They're, they're right there towards the top. They've actually had a, a, a little bit of a tough year. They've had some some tough games early. but uh, two, quick, two quick strikes from Reed, and, and Grand Canyon was a team on the schedule as yep. well that, that came off the midweek slate, didn't it? Yeah, when everything with conference play and, and, and teams weren't sure what the conferences were going to allow to do, some teams got a little nervous with the WAC going to four-game series on the weekend. Grand Canyon's like, uh, we can't play five in a week. Fouled back on the 0-2. But, uh, but yeah, they, uh, they were supposed to be on the schedule as well. We had a couple other really good midweeks that I actually can't even talk about. I mm. wish I could that were going to play us this year. But uh, 
We're, uh, we're very fortunate, though, Greg. The, the team's done a great job of being you know, COVID-free and being able to play so far this season, and so have our opponents. And so we haven't, knock on wood, haven't had to deal with that. A reach out is grounded to Cooper Vest. He'll scoop Good job, to Reed. Reed McLaughlin. Steps on first, and we are through eight innings complete. So for BYU, a one, two, three, eighth inning. To go to the top of the ninth, BYU down four in the bottom of the eighth. No runs, no hits, no errors, no one left on. Zag seven, Kooks three, top nine coming up next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball. Now back to the ballpark and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Kooks down to three outs here in Spokane. Down four, top nine, seven, three, Zags lead it. And the Cougar catcher, Chase Taylor, is the first hitter in the ninth. Chase Flies out to left, deep left in the third, shallower left in the fifth, and strikes out in the seventh, hits now in the ninth. So Chase hitting in innings three, five, seven, and nine tonight. Hits it in the air to right. Right fielder gives chase, sizes it up, and catches it on the fly. No trouble there for the right fielder, Grayson Sterling, and BYU has one down here in the top of the ninth inning. So Gonzaga two outs away from a series sweep. Going to be the first WCC sweep the Cougs would suffer this year. They got at least one in every league series coming into this one. 12-1 on Thursday. Last night the heartbreaker 2-1 and tonight 7-3. With the Cougs scoring too late to turn a six-run game into a four-run game. Brian Call hits two hopper to the first baseman. The scoop to Vreeling steps on first. And the 3-1 ground out has two quickly out here. In the top of the ninth, Greg Grubel and Tuckett Slade with you. Our thanks to Tuckett, BYU's excellent director of baseball operations who wears many hats on these road trips. In addition to being a great color commentator, he's got a lot else going on uh, to make sure the Cougs get on the road, stay safe, and get home right. And Hopefully you win some games in between. Didn't work out to this point this weekend. but yeah, tough weekend, but I appreciate that. Thanks for having me on. No, it's always my pleasure and our listeners' great favor to have you. On the radio. So Mitch McIntyre, top of the order for BYU with two out here in the ninth inning. BYU down 7-3. to three. Cougs down to their last at-bat. Taylor and Call retired here in the ninth. On a fly out to right. And a 3-1 ground out. Top of the order, Mitch. Mitch tonight one for three with a base on balls and a strikeout. He singled in the fifth, was stranded there. And swings to end the game. The 0-2 count and a strike three delivery on the swing by Mitch. And the game is over. So, Gonzaga wins it by a final score of 7-3. McIntyre is punched out to end this one. And we'll have post-game coverage starting after this. Gonzaga 7, BYU 3 is our final. On the new skin, BYU Sports Network.